All of you climb up and out of the toy box over Mr. Banana Muffin, and that is when you're presented with your first obstacle, Eric's door. Ah, hmm, ah, yes. We knew that there would be things that would try to derail us from our mission, or stop us entirely. And here's one of them. I could just go underneath it, you know, like we did before. Yes, but Mason is a long, strong man, which means that he's got to open the door, but do so in a way that doesn't wake sleeping Eric. Because as you know, sleep is very important for a growing boy. I am well aware of the importance of sleep, Paul. I know the science. Oh, do you now? Well, then go on. Go ahead. I'd like to hear the science. Well, as everybody knows, when a boy sleeps, he fills up with dreams which increases his mass and makes him more powerful. Wait, is that what dreams do? Is that how he grows up? I thought eating broccoli did that. Children can grow up through a lot of different things, like broccoli also does that. Same with doing your homework and uh, milk. Either way, we all agree that it is very important we not wake Eric, lest he be filled with less dreams and become less powerful. Well, I can open the door slowly. But can you, though? Yes. Okay. Well, then I'm trusting you to do it. But remember, if you fail... You will be responsible for Eric being, like, an inch less tall than he would have been. He doesn't grow an inch in, like, a single night. Come on. Well, it's, it's gonna add up. You wake him up a couple of times throughout his life, and sooner or later, he loses a whole inch. Okay, okay, okay. I am not the only one who has occasionally woken Eric up in the night. All right, we can all be a little clumsy sometimes. Yes, but you have the biggest, most plastic head, and you- All right, shut up. I'm opening the door. You stretch up carefully, slowly, with your cornstarch arms, twist the doorknob gently. And slowly open the door. Okay, see, it's not that hard. Well, you were only cautious because we got on your case about it. Think of how careless you would have been. Yeah, it's lucky you got us, Mason. Yeah, lucky like having a wart. You pass through the doorway, and I assume to avert suspicion, you should probably close the door behind you. But should we, though? Well, really, Mason's the only one who needs to use the door. A fair point. If everything goes poorly, Mason, just pretend that you got lost down here and take the hit. No way, I'll get Eric in trouble. Well, then just don't mess things up. That's all I can say. Man, what is with you guys tonight? You get to play heroes once and suddenly you're all high and mighty about everything. Mason, do this. Mason, do that. Throughout the house, it's dark. None of you can see in the dark, so the shadows beneath the stairs seem especially ominous. You have no way of knowing what's down there, aside from all the usual stuff that's always down there. No, no, no. I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. We're going back. We gotta go back. Kevin is dead. I am sorry, guys. We did all that we could. You don't know what is down there. There could be a monster in that darkness. There's no such thing as monsters. Yes, there is so. Do you remember when Mom couldn't find the monster in Eric's closet? She never found it. It could be anywhere in the house. I remember you watched the closet all night and didn't see anything. At least a dozen times I spotted movement. That's because I kept shaking you. Okay, how about this? I'll crawl along on the walls and make sure the coast is clear, okay? If it's fine, I'll call up. How will I know it's your voice? Uh, okay, I'll say peanut butter crackers. And any kind of evil monster wouldn't know that code word. Okay, alright, peanut butter crackers, don't forget! You crawl along the wall down the stairs. You don't see anything down there right now, but of course there are a lot of shadows to hide in. Peanut butter crackers! What if the monster overheard us? Well, if it can copy Elvis, then it's smart enough to communicate, and that's that's probably fine. It could be a fire-breathing parrot! I go down the stairs. Oh, wait, Mason, don't leave me. You guys climb down the steps, or in Paul's case, just tumble down. Okay, we're here. Elvis? Yeah, I'm up on the wall. We're going for the garbage can, right? That is correct. That's clearly where Mom put Kevin. Okay, but which garbage can? 
Well, uh, let's see. She took Kevin away, and then they went to dinner. So the kitchen garbage can is the most likely. Well, let's go. You guys sneak your way into the kitchen. Some starlight streams in through one of the windows. There's a small plastic garbage can placed next to the countertop. Okay, walk up next to it and bang on it. Uh, hello? Kevin? We're, we're, we're here for you. From inside, very muffled, you hear a small voice. Okay, okay, I, I think we got him, guys. Stay calm, Kevin. We're, we're gonna get you out of there. You want me to just push the trash can over? Absolutely not. That would make a mess. Well, I'm not going in there. Yeah, it's gotta be like quicksand. If Kevin can't get out, I bet neither could we. Around the corner, you hear the jingle of George's collar. Uh, Climb uh, up the hey. wall. Climb up the wall. Mason, grab me. Grab me. Uh, okay, I grab Paul, and I pull us up onto the countertop. You quickly grab Paul and pull yourself up to the countertop. Georgia walks into the kitchen. You're not sure if she's looking for you specifically, but she likely heard you banging on the garbage can. Ah, oh, shoot. Georgia's a cat. She could jump up here if she wanted. You gotta hold absolutely still, Mason. I mean, we're not going anywhere. I know, but hold absolutely still. One false move. Georgia's eyesight is based on movement. She'll pounce on us. I think we're going to have to do something about Georgia. If we knock over the trash can, she's going to come back and check it out. Yeah, you're probably right. And in Kevin in the state he's likely in, he'll be in no condition to run from a cat. Let me think. Well, one of us has got to distract Georgia. I, I hate that plan. Well, it has to be done. I mean... We have to do something about Georgia. I'm with Mason Paul. If we have to kill one of us to save Kevin, I feel like we're kind of like net zero. Well, that depends on which one of us is sacrificed. I suppose if she chased you, you'd probably survive. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. You are the only one that she can attack who's not going to get destroyed by it. Yes, but she'll never let me go. And then the next morning, Mom will find me laying around downstairs and she'll think that Eric didn't put me away. And then Eric will get in trouble and that's no good. Well, then who do you think is going to distract Georgia? Okay. So, as they say in Frilly Frog, the means have to justify the ends. Because the end is the most important part. The end we want is for Georgia to not be around anymore to kill us. Paul, we are right back where we started. So that means the distraction has to take Georgia somewhere where she can't get to us again. Like a closet, or or the laundry room, or possibly outside. You want one of us to get locked outside? That's even worse. Mom will think Eric was completely irresponsible. Uh, okay, okay. We are intelligent, everybody. So here's what we're going to do. There is string probably somewhere in one of these drawers. And if we could tie that string to something that would be interesting to Georgia, I bet we could literally string her along. Okay, all right, I can work with that. Lowry, can I get, like, a back door open? There is a glass sliding door that leads to the backyard, which you're not strong enough to open. But there's also a garage door, which you could open. Okay, so someone pulls a string, gets Georgia to the garage, and then I'll shut the door behind her. Perfect, okay. And the person who's got to pull the string, I think, has got to be none other than Elvis. Well, why me? Because you're the only one who can slip right under the garage door. No, Paul, a garage door has one of those traps on the bottom to prevent cold air from coming in. Why does everything have to be complicated? Well, hang on. Georgia's attracted to sound, right? Because she's hunting. So if we can just get to the garage, and then make a sound that pulls Georgia in, and then get out quietly, we could close the door on her. Mason, I could kiss you. In fact, I will. Mwah! Now all we have to do is wait for Georgia to leave on her own. 
It requires some patience, but Georgia does eventually lose interest in the kitchen when she realizes there's nothing there for her. She pats back into the darkness of the living room. Okay, Mason, when you set me down, here's what I want you to do. I'm made out of soft plush, so put me down first, and then sit yourself down on top of me, and then I will walk you to the garage door, which you will open. What do I do, boss? Just stay up there and, and think spidery thoughts. Roger. Mason lowers you down to the floor and then quietly sits on top of you. Great. Carefully work our way to the garage. You head through the kitchen hallway, past the laundry room, and there's the garage. That was fun. I like riding you. How come we don't do that more often? It's, it's very demeaning. You know, among octopods, you normally wouldn't let someone else ride you unless it was your octopus wife. Or perhaps her sister-in-law. Never a friend. Well, I feel like you're just being boxed in by your culture, but whatever. Larry, I open the garage door. With another careful turn, you open the garage door. Okay, now we just have to make a noise and attract Georgia in here, and we'll shut the door behind her. Lowry, are there like tools in here, like nails and screws and stuff? Yes, there is a shelf in the garage with screws and nails and stuff. Okay, scuttle on up the shelf, get some screws out, and then take them up on the ceiling. Walk down to the far end of the garage. Okay guys, I'm gonna drop these screws on the car. When Georgia comes to check out the sound, just play dead. Oh, okay, all right, Mason, places. Flop over. Okay, I drop a screw on the car. Mason and Paul go lifeless. Elvis, you drop a screw on the car. It makes a plink sound, and at first nothing. Then you drop a second screw. In the doorway, you think you spot the dark form of Georgia, but it's hard to tell. This is her element, and she's stealthy. Okay, stay on the ceiling. Crawl out the door. Okay, guys, guys, I think she's in there. Close the door. I... Push the door shut as fast as I can. Being a small toy, you need to get some momentum. You push the door shut, and you hope that that's good enough. Congratulations, everyone. We got her. Yeah! Out team. Well, all that's left now is to rescue Kevin. Come on, let's get back to the trash can. You return to the kitchen. No sign of Georgia so far. Bang on the trash can again. Hey, Kevin, are you still in there? Are you going to help me? Please, I'm still trapped. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. We'd never leave a friend behind. Strong man, push it over. I shove the garbage over. The garbage can tumbles over and out rolls an old chicken nugget toy from the fast food place. He gets up and wipes himself off. He looks pretty badly beaten up, but he says, Oh my god, thank you guys, I've been down in there for like a week. Who are you? I'm... I'm Chicky Nuggin. You know, joyous soy meals from McSoy's. I'm one of the toys that comes with the meals. Uh... I was in the toy box like a week ago. Larry, do we actually recognize this guy? As small toys, you have equally small memories. But you do kind of remember a chicky nuggin. He wasn't very popular. Eric didn't really like him that much, but he was around for you're not sure how long. Oh, guys, guys it's chicky nuggin. Yeah, oh. Where have you been, dude? It's been like an eternity. I, I've been in the trash. Well, that's weird. Toys don't belong in the trash. Well, I know. I think there must have been some mistake. See, I got a crack and, well, the crack's only getting worse and something's rattling around inside of me. He gives a little shake and you can hear something rattling in him. Press the side of my head up on him like I'm listening. Uh, yes. Oh, that is a terrible rattle. I believe that's what they call a death rattle. Mr. Chicky Nuggin, it's no wonder you were thrown away. Yeah, Mom is very wise. She probably knows exactly what she's doing. You're a hopeless cause, dude. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm sure that she was just confused. I, well, I look, it's to... been great reminiscing with you about the past, but have you seen a toy named Kevin 
Anywhere? I mean, we're, we're looking for him. Start fishing through the trash. No, I mean, I've been buried in there, but I don't think I've heard any other toys. Kevin? You don't see Kevin in there. Kevin! Come on, Chicky Nugget, if you're not going to help, get out of the way. Uh, uh, Ke- Kevin? Kevin? Still, even with Chicky Nugget's help, you don't find Kevin. Well, he's not here, guys! Who is Kevin? Oh, he's Eric's new friend, made out of tinfoil and pipe cleaners. Wait, so what the heck? I got thrown away, but tinfoil and pipe cleaners gets to live with you guys? Don't be jealous, man. Kevin makes Eric happy. Yeah, Chicky Nuggin. Maybe there's a reason you got thrown away. No. No, I, I care about Eric, too. Look, have you guys checked Mom's, you know, closet? The closet? That's all the way back upstairs. Yeah, but do you guys not remember? That's where you wake up. No. No, we don't remember that, Chicky Nuggin. Define wake up. An astute question, because none of you ever sleep. Chicky Nuggin says, Well, I guess you guys don't remember because you're a lot older than I am, but that's where you wake up. So if Kevin were going to wake up somewhere, that's where he'd be. Well, I suppose that's logic as legitimate as any other. Yeah, if he's not in the trash. Okay, let's go to Mom's room then. You guys all climb back up the stairs. Chicky Nuggin gives Mason a little extra trouble. Yeah, great. That's just what this team needs is another toy that doesn't really do anything. Which other toy doesn't do anything? Uh... You arrive in front of Mom's door. Okay, I think the very last person in this house we want to be awake is Mom. So I'll just go in there, I'll go to Mom's closet, I'll check it out. Okay, but be quick. And uh, what was the password again? Coconuts? Yell coconuts if something goes wrong. Shh, keep it down, you want the monsters to hear it? Okay, I got it, coconuts. I slip under the door. You go under the crack in the door. You look around, you see Mom is sleeping there on her bed. And then over there is the closet. You go underneath the closet door, and you look around, and it's pretty much just your regular Mom stuff. There's knives and some old teeth with scrimshaw on them. Like, you know, Mom stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, like Mom stuff. Super boring. There's vials, some of which are just labeled with numbers. In one of the drawers, there's a diary, but you can't read, so you don't know what's written in it. Uh Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Powders, acids, bases. Smells kind of bad. But it's basically completely boring, and there's no sign of Kevin. Okay, so all this is totally normal and mom stuff to me. Yeah, absolutely zero interest. Okay, all right, go back out. Well, guys, there's nothing in there. Uh, well, that was our only lead. Way to go, Chicky Nuggin. I really did think that's where she'd take a toy that Eric would want. Well, if he's not in the trash and he's not in Mom's room, then he's got to be somewhere. Everybody fan out, look around, and if you see a monster, yell, Coconut! You guys all more or less help yourselves back down the stairs. But then Chicky Nugget takes a tumble. He rolls all the way down, and you hear a crack sound when he hits the bottom floor. When you catch up to him, he's not moving. Um... Chicky Nuggin? You okay there, bud? No response. Roll him over. You roll him over and he's cracked wide open. Inside him was a scrimshaw tooth. He's not responding, just staring up at the sky like a typical plastic toy. Chicky Nuggin? You okay there, bud? Come on, Chicky, this is no time to be screwing around. We gotta go find Kevin. I guess he finally broke. Well, this is why Mom threw him away, I mean... Clearly, he wasn't, Yeah, I mean, that wasn't our fault or anything. If he couldn't even make it down the stairs, then I guess Eric wasn't going to have him last much longer either. Yeah, um, let's maybe put him back in the trash, and... I I don't want to touch him. Oh, come on. It's weird. He's just staring up at the sky. It's, it's, It's creepy. Oh, what happened? I thought you wanted to be the hero, Paul. Everyone's the hero until there's a dead body. You can be the hero. You be the hero. 
Okay, fine. I am the heroic one here. I'll I'll take him back to the garbage. You guys take Chicky Nuggin back to the garbage and put him away. Would anyone like to say a few words? Chicky Nuggin, I can barely remember anything about you. May we all forget this horrible experience as soon as we forgot you. If you think about it, he's kind of a great guy. I mean, he had the courtesy to be so forgettable, we, we won't even miss him. You guys aren't going to forget me if I, like... No! Let's not dwell on these types of questions. Let's focus on reuniting Eric with the toy that brought him the most joy recently, which is Kevin. Okay, everybody split up and just don't think about Chicky Nuggin. You guys spread out. You look high, you look low, and then finally, Elvis, you find Kevin sitting up on top of the refrigerator. Kevin! There you are, buddy! There's no response from Kevin. He just sits there. Kevin? Hey, it's it's me. It's Elvis the spider. Maybe you don't remember, because I'm little. I, you know, I, I'm not just a Halloween spider. I'm actually a toy. Nothing. Kevin gives nothing back. Hey, guys! I found Kevin! But he's, you know... Oh, well, not to worry. I'm, I'm sure that Kevin is just shy. You don't think he's broken like Chicky Nuggin, do you? No, no, look at him. He's still perfectly intact as the day that we met him. Kevin, don't worry about it. We're all friends here. You can warm up to us as soon as you like. I take him into my tentacles. Look, guys, I'll carry Kevin. I'm the softest one here, so I'm the gentlest. Traveling with me is like traveling with a loving hug. Yeah, if hugs could complain. Hugs can be concerned about what you do with your life, Mason. You guys take Kevin, and you return back to Eric's room. You crawl back into the toy box, and Paul cradles Kevin the entire night. The next morning, Eric wakes up, and just as usual, the first thing he does is go straight to the toy box. There he sees you holding Kevin. Oh, Mr. Madglad, you found Kevin. Oh, and you were holding him through the whole night. Well, you're such a good toy. I knew that you guys would be really good friends to Kevin. He picks you up and he gives you a soft cuddle. Oh man, how come Paul gets to be the hero again? He pulls the rest of you out of the box and your day begins anew.